If you have scripture with you, you should. You want to look in the in in um the book of Psalms, Psalm number twenty-seven, and then I'll be reading also um a portion from James, the first chapter of James, first two verses. I have been sharing with you a, a series of messages about the fruit of the Spirit. And we have been talking about each fruit individually throughout the weeks in which we are uh, working. And it is fascinating that the fruit of the Spirit is something that is produced within us. It's not something that we are to strive for or try to get to. Uh, unlike other popular preachers who would like to give you uh, seven ways of being more patient. Seven ways of being more patient? That kind of defeats the whole purpose. See the idea? Seven ways of being... Because if it doesn't happen after the seventh way, by golly, <laughs> there goes the whole idea. But let's look, if you have scripture, Psalm 27. David actually writes this psalm. Uh, he doesn't write all the psalms that we have in scripture, but he wrote this one, and it reads as follows. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from, from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, when they will, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, Delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. For he will conceal me there when trouble comes. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path. For my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yes, I am confident. I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait 
patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. In the epistle that that James wrote, the brother of Jesus wrote to the church, in the first chapter, verses 2 and 4, listen to and for the word of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, when you have many kinds of troubles, you should be full of joy. Well, wait a minute. I have this in 14 point, so I shouldn't require glasses. That's my trick. My brothers and sisters, when you have many kinds of troubles, you should be full of joy. Okay, that's what I read. Because you know that these troubles test your faith. And this will give you patience. Oh, let your patience show itself perfectly in what you do. Then you will be perfect and complete and will have everything you need the word of the Lord. It is a big commodity. It is something that people are looking for left and right, right and left, and it's still not working. Patience. And guess what? I will have it because I know what's in there. So I don't have an issue. Aha. I can do it this way. Patience and creativity. So basically, these attitudes, these attributes that we've been talking about, joy, love, peace, goodness, kindness, patience, gentleness, today's patient. And I have your magnet. So obviously, don't leave today without your magnet. And if you want the other ones, all you have to do is call 1-800. No, just joking. (laughs) But I have your magnet for today. But all of these things that God wants for us to live in and to be produced within us. They can only take place if we open ourselves to God. If we open our lives to God through prayer, through meditation, through scripture. If we open our lives to God through all the spiritual disciplines that we were talking about in Sunday school this morning. That there's so many of them that we can take and separate a particular time of the day and go deeply into our relationship with God. That is part of discipleship. That is the most important part of discipleship life. But if we open ourselves in that way to God, God comes. God dwells with us. And as we participate in the life of the triune God, listen to this. As we participate with God in the life of God in our life, and as we experience God in our lives, then those attributes will be produced in our lives. Not by magic but simply by the fact that God is creating a new person in us through Jesus Christ. So obviously, uh, the first one that we discussed was love, and we discovered that love was unconditional. That means that if I'm going to love uh, uh, June Haygood, I'm going to love her only as long as she pleases me and she does what I say. No, love is unconditional. Love has no conditions. So June Haygood can be very mean to me, which is not, okay? That's why I chose her. She can be very mean to me, and I will love her. Oh, it will be sacrificial love, but it will be love, okay? It will be a love that requires me to kill my rights and my anger against June, but it will be love because it is unconditional. 
when God accepted you, when God loved you, God did not put any condition for God to love you. Now, what condition do you have? Ah. The second one we talked about was joy. And we found out that joy is a quality of the spirit. That joy does not depend on our emotions. Joy does not depend on our circumstances. Because joy is a quality of the spirit. It's not a quality of the soul, which tends to kind of be wavery with feelings and with circumstances. It is a quality of the steadfast spirit of God within us who influences and births and creates our spiritual capacity to have joy in the midst of sadness, in the midst of difficulties. And we talked about those people that sap away your joy, and we know where we can find some more in the joy can bottle. No, but obviously in our presence with God, in our existence, in living the triune God, we find joy. Last time before I left for a vacation, we talked about peace. And briefly, peace, we discover, is not the absence of problems in our life. Peace is not the avoidance of stuff that happens in our life, but rather peace is the presence of God in our lives in the middle of stuff happening in our lives. That is why Christians can be at peace in time of war, in time of famine, in time of necessity. Peace can be experienced in the midst of stuff happening in our lives. Because again, peace is not the absence of issues in our lives, but peace is the presence of God in our lives as we share our life with a triune God. And I keep on insisting in touching this as it's not working. So today I want to talk about patience. And I have a few pictures here of patience that I'm going to stay here. And look at this one. This one says, patience, endurance under thorny circumstances, good nature, tolerance of difficulties. Sounds good, right? It's a good definition. Let's see this other one. Pa- oh, this one is by Ra- Ralph Waldo Emerson. And he says, patient, adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is? Patience. Yeah. There's a, not, oh, this one has even colors here. When you're tempted to lose patience with someone, think how patient God has been with you all the time. Ooh. Okay. And this is a nice one. This one says, patient with others is love. Patience with self is what? Hope. And patience with God is faith. That's a nice one, right? But, you know, patience is something that is required every day of our lives. Now, before we even came to existence, patience was not a commodity. Patience was a way of life. And you may have had grandparents who lived this life of patience who were so at peace with everything around them because they depended on agriculture to survive, to eat, and their life was mostly agricultural. So how fast can you grow a seed? Well, there are ways of increasing that process, but it still requires patience. This week, the kids in the summer camp, they planted some marigolds and some flowers. Hopefully, they will bud before they leave. But one thing they're learning is that it requires patience to, for nature to grow 
a plant. How many days before you can have a banana from a banana plant? Like two years sometimes, right? That banana plant has to be out there for two years before you can get in and eat it. It takes what? Patience. Now, patience is also a gift of God. If it's a gift of God, it, it, it's produced as we live our life with God, as we experience our life with God, and as we dwell, remain, and, and hang around with God. You see, if, if you want patience and you're driving your car, and the main focus is to get there, and, and, and then you see a, a guy coming into the parking lot, and you haven't put your flicker that you're going to turn there, but you're going to rush in, and then, Lord, open that parking lot for me. Oh, yeah, right. He's like, I want patience. I want it now. Why are we so impatient in our society? We tend to be impatient in our society because of this little thingies. They have buttons on it that don't work when they're supposed to. <laughs> and I'm supposed to lose my patient and lose it all? Nah, not because of this. It takes a lot more, a lot more. So patience is a gift of God. Now, patience comes to our lives, as I've repeated, as we participate in the life of God and as we experience life in our experience. Now, patience... Many of the people from the Bible were very patient. For example, how about Abraham, the father of many nations? And so, says the scripture, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. He had to wait. He actually got a little impatient and tried to help God in the process. How many of us do that? Don't leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. Come on. We all do it. So we get impatient. But how about Joseph? They went from the pit to prison to the palace. From the pit to prison to the palace. You see, patience was needed to accomplish God's purposes in his life, which was a dot in the history of the whole world, which was a dot in the history of God's history of bringing Jesus Christ into this world. How about Job, the man of patience? He suffered he endured, and yet he was considered patient by God. How about Simeon? You know who Simeon was? Simeon, he hung around the temple because God had told him that he would not die until he saw the Messiah. What a faith. What a faith. And every day he would go to the temple waiting the promise that he would get to see the Messiah one day. And he did. How about Jesus? Was Jesus patient? Boy, is he patient. Let me bring it home. Well, he was very patient because even though his disciples were following him, they were very much confused about who was Jesus. Sometimes they thought he was the biggest thing in the desert. Sometimes they thought he was very confused. Sometimes they didn't know what to make of Jesus. But yet Jesus always treated them as disciples. Jesus was extremely patient with them because even when he's about to rise into the heavens, float out of this planet, even as he's about to do that, they're still doubting of his mission and they express that doubt very, very obviously. Is it now that you're going to return the kingdom of Israel to us in a political sense? Beloved, let me tell you once again, 
Patience is a gift of God. And you know why we can be patient? You know why you and I can be patient? Because you and I know a God who is sovereign. You and I serve a God whose everything is under control and nothing happens out of God's own schedule. So you can be patient because God is sovereign. Every one of the men and women in the Bible were able to express their patience. Number one, because they trusted on God. They knew God closely. They had an intimate relationship with God. So as you know God, your trust level increases. As you know your fears, your fear level increases. As you know God, your fear level decreases. And it decreases because you are getting to know the God who is sovereign. And if you love Jesus Christ, we sang this morning, we began this morning, He is Lord. If Jesus is the Lord of our lives, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, if Jesus is the Lord of your individual life, then why are we impatient? Why do we even worry? Why do we even lose hope? Why do we even tremble? You can be patient because God is sovereign and Jesus Christ is Lord. Can you say it with me? You can be patient Because God is sovereign and Jesus Christ is Lord. Does that mean something to you? The fact that Jesus Christ is the Lord of everything and that God is a sovereign God whose your life is in God's hand, your future is in God's hands. So wait. Wait. You see, patience comes with endurance. Patience comes with fortitude. Patience comes with the ability to gladly wait on God's answer. Notice, it's not regretfully waiting, but gladly and joyfully waiting because God is in charge. Not the doctors, not the prognosis, not the diagnosis. God is in charge of our lives. And God can and will carry out God's purposes, which are good for you and for me. Wait patiently for the Lord, says the psalmist at the end of Psalm 27. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. I'm going to ask you this morning to repeat with me that saying, which is verse 14 of Psalm 27. Repeat after me. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Now I want you to look at the person to your left or at the person to your right and make a contact. Make a contact. Maybe you want to touch the hand softly and say this to one another. Share this practice of patience with one another. Say, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Go ahead, repeat it to one another again. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and be courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Amen. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Sharing the word with one another 
and making it part of our lives. Patience is a gift of God because God is sovereign and Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Let us pray to the Lord then. Dear God, we thank you for your marvelous grace. We thank you because you call us people of grace and gratitude. We thank you because you are a sovereign God who everything is under your control. Oh, they will throw rockets back and forth from east and west, west and east. They will knock down airplanes for foolishness, oh God. They will threaten war to one another. They will threaten peace on some lands. But your sovereignty, your holiness, and the fact that you are God is not tempted, does not tremble, and it remains because you are God and we trust in you. We can trust in you because you have shown us yourself through Jesus Christ who patiently walked these lands, sharing words that would transform our lives and our way of thinking, touching people, lifting up those who were down, rising those who were dead, speaking hope to hearts with failure and frustration in them. You showed yourself through Christ. And we thank you, O oh Lord. We ask you at this moment for the issues that my sisters and brothers have identified this morning. We ask you, Lord, that in your sovereignty that you will deal with each one of them, that you will give us the wisdom, you will give us the endurance, you will give us the braveness, you will give us the faith to tackle whatever situation is beseeking us. We thank you for your spirit that strengthens us, that reminds us that you are Lord, and us being your children, we are more than victorious. And we thank you for that victory. We thank you for the gift of patience, of glad patience, because we know in whom we have believed. We thank you, O Lord, for this community. We thank you for the men and women who week after week give of themselves to you through ministry in this community. We ask you, O Lord, to expand those individuals to bring more of those that would like to help in the different ministries here. For they all have a call to serve you in one way or another. Amen.